welcome to the CFR podcast, where we talk about health, fitness, and explore the local community of Roseville, North Carolina. Want to visit us? Check us out on CFR.fit or on Instagram at CrossFit Roseville. This episode of the CrossFit Roseville podcast is sponsored by Heritage Urgent Care. No, I've done it like four times, but yeah. okay. Still, you never know. You never know when you're big. Super. Shot is. is that is that a, a warm up? Yes. I e o u. Okay. We're going. Okay. We're going. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, what's going on, you guys? So welcome to how many? How many have we done so far? I think it's our fifth five. one. Episode five of the CrossFit Roseville podcast. We are accompanied by John Frank today. So, hello. What's going on? And then, yeah, Megan's here too, but not, not as exciting. Oh. Um, so, going over a few things with John today. John, how long have you been a member? I have been a member coming up on three, three coming up on three years. Yeah. So, and we're about to hit five years. Four years. Four. Yeah, I four came years. Year, yeah. I came year after you <laughs> yeah. open. Feels like five. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Four years. Okay. Yeah. That's right. That's the longest right. part that's has right. been. And the three it's our sixth episode. Yes. It's you've <laughs> First tacked, two you've, were a breeze. You've, ta- you've tacked on a year. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and you have a little bit more of an interesting come up as an athlete here because a little Not over a year ago, you started to you went from an athlete to a coach, and you coach here for a while. Uh, taking some time off from coaching now, but you've had you made that transition from the athlete to the coach. Um, so that was one a couple of things that we wanted to talk about today, like kind of some insights on that, how you kind of got into this as a you know what, what you're doing for your physical activity every single day, but also like kind of as your hobbies because you know we have the new iteration of the um, CFR satellite location of the salt box the salt box yes yeah. that's correct <laughs> um, yeah so you have burgeoning, that now. a burgeoning uh box in the community yeah so <laughs> i guess let's uh kind of start off with what got you interested and in what got you wanting to do crossfit okay yeah um initially growing up i was never extremely athletic believe it or not um I, I didn't play a lot of uh sports or anything like that when i was younger i was a musician um, and I, uh, I, I played a few things when I was young, young, but growing up high school, college, not really. So, um, got married, had kids, moved career, uh, still never athletic. And I found myself at, uh, 37 years old with, um, high cholesterol and some, some health markers starting to head in the, the wrong direction, not quite pre-diabetic, but things that were headed in that direction, but definitely high cholesterol and just concerns of, uh, of health in general and longevity. I have two boys, eight mm-hmm. and six, uh, Baylor's birthdays today. Happy birthday. Oh, happy, happy birthday, Baylor. Baylor. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, so I started looking for what might be a good fit for me to be able to exercise um, and eat healthier. And ever since then, it's kind of been a journey. I'm 40 now, so for the last three years, it's kind of been a journey of figuring out health from a nutrition perspective and trying a lot of different things. But um, from, a, from a physical activity perspective, 
living in this area, uh, growing up in South Florida, there were a lot of big box gyms up here, not so much. And so just looking at what was around and nearby and feasible that I might be able to do on a daily basis without making excuses to not mm -hmm. go. Um, I found three CrossFit gyms nearby. I reached out to all three of them. I will leave the other two names out, but only <laughs> Megan returned my phone call. Oh. Um, and so I came here and I tried a one-on-one -on -one with you. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. And uh, I mean, I think I've been coming back every day since. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the sticking point where you knew this is something that you might be intrigued with or like to do or continue with? Yeah, I think there were a couple of layers of sticking points for me. I think the first sticking point was um, was the community and just being able to see, and because we do one 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 on one class here, and after that, you're right in the the gen pop, the general population. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So you could see the community was really tight. You could see people who had been here since inception. Um, what do you call them? Type of members. Founding. Founding. Founding members mm -hmm. um, still here and just seeing that it was something sustainable for people um, and, and, and good people and fun people and having a good time, that, that was enticing. But then the competitive aspect um, was super enticing to me because albeit I've never been an athlete, I've always been very competitive with whatever it is that I am doing. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't need to be for me against other people. Right. Uh, it could just be for me. So right. getting better and doing things that I didn't think I could do, learning how to do a pull-up, learning you know, how to do you know, uh, double-unders or, or any skills that I've picked up through CrossFit was, was, was competitive to me, and I like that. I like the whiteboard. I like you know, mm -hmm. picking somebody when you start out. You, know, you pick somebody out, like I'm going to chase that guy or that, yeah. that girl yeah. in yeah. my case. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. That's all right. Some tough girls. Yeah, we, yeah. We, we have bred some... Some tough, some tough ladies around here. Yeah, so. yeah no doubt. <laughs> so. so the competitiveness was, I think, the initial uh, kind of stick, and then the community that you guys have, have you know, um, built here is, is, is the main things. And then I got into the whole, the whole scene, you know? Yeah. 20, 25 pairs of Metcons within a couple months. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, the accessories. Yeah, you went, you went all in pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I have an addictive personality. Yeah, yeah so that's noticed. like kind of one that kind of the tail signs like we have. So the way we run things, um, you know, you do your one-on-one, -on -one, your foundations class, and then you hop into a seven-class free trial. So you got seven classes for free. You go through it, and then at the end of that, then that's when we kind of go into you know membership discussions and talk about that, and get that all set up. But we can kind of tell towards the end of that seven classes if. You know, if people like are getting into it or not, mm -hmm. and um, I feel like you had, and like the the biggest tell sign is when they get the shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like if you get the shoes, you've like, made a commitment. You're in. You're in. You've been yeah. bit, you've been bit by the bug. Yeah, it's like um, marriage proposal. Yeah, and I think you had shoes on like early, like yeah. in that <laughs> trial, I believe. I mean, I figured I could wear them casually if this right. didn't work out. Right, right, right. Yeah, but then then it, then it became like. 30 pairs. Yeah, how many Still do you have? Still could make an argument for them to be worn casually. Right, right. Yeah. right yeah. No, I'm not afraid of commitment. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But I was always, I was like, I, I remember, distinctly remember seeing you come in and you had like all your stuff on. And I was like, this, guy, this guy's in. 
this guy's in. Yeah, I geared up way, way more towards the beginning. And, and, yeah. and to be honest, I think some of that is because of lacking foundational skeletal muscle and, and structure and form yeah. and mobility and range of motion. So wearing knee sleeves and elbow sleeves and bicycle helmets and everything I could find <laughs> to, to wear when I first started coming in. Um, I was I was quite a gearhead at first. Now, um, I generally don't uh, wear belts or sleeves or, or yeah. anything. I do still wear wrist straps. I was say you're yeah. into the apparel. I had a mini discussion with our store with all the customization <laughs> <laughs> several oh, times. Yeah, it was like whenever you made an order, it was like an alarm went off. Do we have a problem with this order that has 30 different items on one sweatshirt? I was like, that's probably John. <laughs> Somebody just ordered a bedazzled candy skull. Yeah. <laughs> Can you look into this? Yeah. They were cool though. They were yeah, cool. you had some cool custom. I've, I mean, I've and got one some, of a kind. Yeah, I've got some one of a kind stuff. I don't like when uh, you know we all have the same clothes. So <laughs> the bulk order. Yeah, the bulk order stuff. I mean, yeah. I I still buy them. You know, that's that's I just I want to have them. That's the punk rocker, in. Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That's all right. Yeah, like a little edge. Yeah. Um. So talking about that, like you were in a band. This is always, I, ca- I always had like some interest in this. He could sing a little bit for us. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, so I wonder if you could, you know, on the spot, I have a track here that I can play. I'm just, waiting. No, I'm just kidding. It's um, Post Malone, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I always wonder like with people, like I always like, I'm always fascinated with people coming into the sport of CrossFit or just the methodology of CrossFit as a, um, as just for health and benefits and just as an exercise modality and, mm-hmm. or exercise methodology, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, their backgrounds coming into it, like, you know, we have people who were, you know, typically like in more, you know, did competitive sports growing up. Right. Um, so they, they had that, you know, sense of, sense of competitive. Yeah, yeah. And like, or that was like their sense of community. And then, so I would, like people doing gymnastics, how they can kind of relate to stuff in here, or like you know they used to play football in college, and now you know so they have a good base of strength and stuff like that. Um, do you think, and what do you think, you know, growing up and then being in a band has a changed or like gone about how you've done CrossFit and bettered you into CrossFit? Do you think there's any attributes of being a musician? that you can apply, that, that you have applied to being a crossfitter. That's what I was trying to say. That took me yeah. five minutes to say. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 got, I, I get what you're saying. I, I would say probably, to be honest, pretty little. The one thing I would say is certainly, certainly, like anything good and anything rewarding is, you know, putting in work and, and, mm-hmm. and putting in a lot of time. Um, so learning to play instruments, learning to write songs. I mean, you're sitting there. Um, with your friends sometimes if you've got a band you know collaborating on on writing music but you're sitting there alone writing thinking Mm -hmm. you know working callousing your fingers Mm -hmm. on the guitar you know till they hurt and keep going just like ripping your hands in CrossFit so you know I mean you're putting in work past the point of comfortability um, and 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 a lot of it you know I mean people who are musicians you know are working on that you know several hours a day all the time so, so that would be the one thing I would say is the most relatable. And again, kind of just following suit with my sort of, you know, all in personality mm-hmm. type. Um, but I don't think that there were necessarily any other than like, you know, also music really, I think music is like a part of CrossFit too. Um, I mean, you, 
We you know guys, your playlist. Yeah, I mean, we've got playlists, and every athlete that we talk to has their favorite songs that right. make them yeah. like, you know, go and, yeah. and not go. And so, you know, even being able to bring back some of that music from like my punk rock days, like as a coach, may have been criticized by some <laughs> uh, by some members, but like. I know they liked it deep down. Yeah. yeah. Or any kind of like stress relief too. Like I'm sure, I mean, you hear like people yeah. who write and play music is a way of it's outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with kind of working out sometimes. Yeah, maybe. But, but I would have to say that this would be way more than, than that. That, yeah. So, you I know, gotcha. that was, so that was the next iteration of my next level of infatuation with CrossFit and commitment to it is, um, I actually felt better. Like I genuinely felt better, like not just healthier from an overall perspective, like a year ago, I felt worse than I did today. While that's true, and that's pretty cool after 40 um, to be feeling better than I was in my 30s, but the one about just every day, Mm -hmm. every day that I work out in the morning, I have more focus, I have more energy, I sleep better at night, my Mm -hmm. my, uh, meals are more regulated, everything falls in line much better when I work out in the morning yeah. and if I don't, um, then it's, then it's just kind of, I could lay around all day and you know, <laughs> I could, uh, never build up that level of energy that it takes me to work out. So mm-hmm. I always joke, I don't, I don't work out past six thirty. Like the opens really hard for me yeah, because, uh, that, at night, I don't see how tough. they do it. Yeah. That's a crazy class. Yeah. So I heard those stories from people who were athletic all my life, like, oh, you know, I got to work out every day. I have a sister-in-law. I got to work out every day, every vacation. And I just thought they were kind of like crazy. But like, <laughs> and now you're one. And then I started to genuinely yeah. feel like if I don't work out every day, you know, I don't, you know, I, I'm bad and I usually don't take rest days unless they're forced. If I don't have to take rest days, I don't take rest days. Yeah. So that's when like kind of being smart with what you're doing. Yeah comes into play to make sure you're like you know a couple years from now you know because like you can not take a rest day but you know you can do like 40 minutes on the bike yeah row or active recovery um so well that's that's more than so that's so yeah (laughs) we shortened up um the term overtraining instead of saying the entire word now all you have to say is uh nathan I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna pull a Nate today. I'm gonna pull I'm just, a Nate. I'm Nating it. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm Nate. It. I'm gonna Nate it today, and I'm gonna do pretty much everything we did yesterday again, but more. Yeah. What you doing, Nate? That's so funny. Just was it Monday? I think uh, he tried to convince Connor to do a workout, and Connor's like, "We literally just did that this morning. Like, it's yeah. the same movements." Well, with the we salt box, you, I've been bad um, because I'll, I've been working out like three times a day on the weekends. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean. The train's great. It's like, you just got to take the right approach. And Nate does most of the times. So I'm just poking at yeah. him a little bit. Because sometimes he can hit, I'll see him right down a workout. And I'm like, are you, um, are you sure? Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? I think I get enough of him forced just because of the, uh, yeah, work, work and kids. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I think I get enough of him forced. That's a good point, to too. And also, your schedule's kind of all over the place. So, yeah. You can kind of hit some days not knowing what's coming up and then probably be fine. Right. Um, but yeah. What you got, Megan? Well, I guess we can segue into kind of coaching. What kind of inspired you to start coaching or getting your L1? Uh, initially, uh. <laughs> <laughs> initially, um, a good friend of mine, Martin, who I've been like kind of best friends with for the last uh, 15 years. We met down in Florida before I moved up here. Then they moved up here after us. 
Um, I started CrossFitting prior to him, but when he moved up here, probably about six months after I moved up here, he started CrossFitting as soon as he got up here as well. Him and I used to kind of like, you know, hit up big Globo gyms a little bit down in South Florida. Um, so I knew he'd be into it, and he was a better athlete than me always. So him and I started, you know, getting into it together more then and, and talking about it, you know, a lot. That's um, <laughs> what we like to do, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about um, CrossFit. First rule of CrossFit is always talk about CrossFit, <laughs> right? Um, so he decided that he wanted to go get his, I think mostly just for, you know, development and, and, and also his gym. He goes to a different gym. He lives in, in North Raleigh um, and he goes to uh, North Raleigh CrossFit and uh, they, he, he wanted to do it. They wanted him to like help out coach a little bit. And he was just like, come do it with me. I initially don't think that I had unless it was subconscious, any interest in necessarily coaching. Um, I just wasn't there yet. I was probably still like a, a little bit under a year or a year right around that, whatever. Um, so I told him no. His class got postponed and he had to retake it um, about six months later. And at that point I was like, I'm interested enough to learn more. Like yeah. I wanna learn more. I think it would be helpful going through the class to learn fundamentals. Mm -hmm. I think it would be helpful to learn more about form and technique and stimulus and, and, and even some of the nutrition teachings that CrossFit um, contains and there's 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 quite a bit that goes into that L1 course and I was I, my my interest was peaked enough to want to do it from a developmental standpoint for me personally um, so made the uh, commitment started getting the book studying learning more and as I was going through that um, I started to be somewhat interested in maybe coaching as well talk to you guys you know Knew there might be, you know, a need for, not a need, but could use a little bit of extra hands help on, on some of the classes. And um, it kind of all just came together from, from there. But I, I super, super enjoyed the book and like studying mm -hmm. and, and watching videos and just the whole process of learning more for that six months that I was really, really committed to probably every day, learning, reading, watching something so then that took it to a different level <laughs> yeah right on yeah That's and then awesome. from a coaching perspective like coaching in, in 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 the in the gym um i just i feel like one of those coaches sometimes where like i can see more than i'm able to do my i can't do yeah. what a lot of our athletes can do i'm you know somewhere and they're somewhere else in in a lot of cases and i feel like I can see things that can help make them better. Yeah. And I feel yeah. like I can see opportunities that I can help communicate to someone in a way that they might understand. And so mm -hmm. that's what I do in real life um, yeah. in general is, is mostly coaching, training, um, but in a retail management environment. Right. Um, and so it does relate to me still in the uh, skills and the um, communication. So. So I enjoyed that and I enjoyed seeing people get things and get their first yeah. in my classes and then seeing people get a, you know, whether it was a pull up or, you know, squat below 90 or, you know, whatever it was, seeing those, those achievements and accomplishments is super rewarding. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. I think that's one of your best kind of attributes as a coach is that you are a good communicator. So big thing with coaching is you have to communicate a movement to someone and if they can't complete it, you have to figure out another way to communicate it. Right. Um, and I think you just have a way of making people, people feel at ease too. Like, um, 
Yeah, there's not like a lot of like tension, I guess, around you. You can make things yeah. fun for sure. Yeah. And communicate very well. So. Yeah. Figuring out what type of learning people have. Yeah. There was at first definitely times where we were overlapping and shadowing mm-hmm. each other or whatever, yeah. um, where I definitely over communicated, which I'm also guilty of in real life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there were definitely times where, yeah. you know, you guys gave me awesome feedback. Like, honestly, I was not sure what that would look like coming from the corporate world. I give feedback, receive feedback, you know, mm-hmm. all the time. And I was, I was super impressed with you guys were not uncomfortable to like give that feedback and it was generally spot on and. You know, so there were people that I would like, Q after Q after Q after yeah. Q, and they're yeah. like, I want to quit. <laughs> yeah. Get me yeah. out of here. Yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, we're all pretty guilty of that, right? When you first, oh, yeah. you get your you get your certification, you get in your first classes, mm-hmm. and then um, I've done a little bit of coaching prior to this place, but it just felt different because when we opened this place, it was like ours. Yours. So, and yeah. like, I was like, you know, overthinking a lot. And, you know, you're like, I want to make this person like, you're you're not leaving until you do this person you know yeah. like you kind of like you get obsessed with trying and then you start overdoing it and then um it gives them that little bit of overload and then sometimes you just gotta get one big main cue to mm-hmm. the point for that day and then like you know next time make once that nails it make it a little bit better yeah. and a little exactly. bit better and then keep switching those things you know once they keep tacking away at things that they could fix mm-hmm. um yeah so we're all guilty of that kind of like you know yeah, overloading information sometimes, yeah. but um, sometimes I think that goes into like my belief in that athlete's ability to do it too, which is sometimes yeah. just like unfounded because mm-hmm. like I know you can do me, it, right? Yeah. But yeah. I mean, it took me three years to get a clean halfway right, but I feel like you can do this on day three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. totally believe in you. Yeah, I yeah. totally. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. That's Any good other point. kind of um things you found kind of difficult as being a coach, um, just coming from a class into, um, kind of your you know, peers yeah. as well too. So that's all, um, I mean, we're yeah. friends with I mean, I got well, hazed but. a little bit, Five <laughs> <laughs> thirty. Yeah. um, no, I mean, I think, uh, I think it was way different than I expected it to be. I mean, I don't think you think about 90% of what's going on when you're an athlete coming into a class and it doesn't seem maybe like there is a whole lot going on, but there's a lot going on, whether it be, you know, the, the, the whiteboard to the, to the TVs, to Wattify, to the setup, to the music, to the stimulus of the workout, to the preparation of the warm up. Um, oh, the warm ups got me a lot. I, <laughs> so I spent many a sleepless night trying to decide my warm up uh, because I wanted it to, you know, I wanted it to work for you guys and what your intention was as, mm-hmm. as coaches mm-hmm. and owners. Um, and then, you know, so I, I remember that one too. Like at first I did one that was like, and you might've been there for it, Thomas. It was like a full yoga hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, we got like 45 minutes of stuff to do. We got 12 minutes left, man. And really but- we probably shouldn't be doing that type of stretching prior to working out either. Yeah. yeah. Well, at the same time, like it's, um, I think it's good to say that they like, um, we don't just come in here and kind of, you know, mm-hmm. you start to get a feel for it, obviously, yeah. like once you've done it a while yeah. and you can mm-hmm. kind yeah. of figure out quickly. Um, but we do put time and our, we know that you guys put time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Thomas said Nick's kind of thought about warmups intensely yeah. as oh, well. Yeah. And, yeah. um, so it's not like we're just throwing this thing at them just to yeah. get them moving for, for the sure. sake of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, because like, yeah, that whole, the like, people come in here, like your whole hour is pretty orchestrated mm-hmm. on like what you're going to be doing, how yes. you're going to be doing it, where you're going to be at, 
where your stuff is going to be at, mm -hmm. you know, and what, you know, and that doesn't even go into, you know, the intentions of what that workout that day right. is. Mm -hmm. um, so there's a lot that the coach. People who may have to scale certain things. Right. Or people have injuries. Yeah. Yep. And then, um, so the requirements we put on ourselves as coaches and also the other coaches here is, um, you know, more than you might would see some other places. But, um, you know, something that I'm definitely proud of to where, you know, we have that foundations class, but I always tell people like, you can come not ever exercising a day in your life and mm -hmm. come into a class and you're going to be fine. Yeah. Right. Our coaches. I, yeah. So how well. I tell people that all the time. I just, while I got a microphone, <laughs> the, uh, the number one thing I hate to hear when I'm talking to people who are interested in trying CrossFit, um, is I got to get in shape first. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't, I mean, I get it. I get it. It's scary. Uh, it yeah. feels foreign and it feels like you're not going to be capable, but that is the one message I would want anybody to hear who I ever have a chance for them to hear it is, uh, just come, just show up, yeah. just put, put one foot in front of the other, come yeah. in the door. Yeah. Your coaches will help take care of you from there so that you will not get injured, um, any more than you might in the regular, uh, fierce world out there. But, um, and then especially cause be like shape. some people are, get surprised cause like, you know, if you're coming in here, never exercised before, or like it's been a long time, like mm -hmm. how much we're scaling people at first, you know, like, well, like you know, some people are like, well, that's all we're, that's it, that's right. it, that's we're all, gonna do. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but you know, with, with position and with form and with all that kind of stuff comes the intensity of the uh, CrossFit kind of like what it's known for and everything too. So um, I've definitely seen people's reactions change. Mm -hmm from after their first class where they're like super scared nervous like i'm gonna die yeah and to where it's like oh i can you know. i can do this yeah yeah, yeah. so but, this is not yeah it's not about being in shape though to to be here it's about you know uh, you don't need that prerequisite right so yeah that, that would agree. be the one I thing agree. i would really want people to know or hear yeah you don't you just need to want to be healthy. That's all you need. Yeah. I mean, CrossFit's going to be hard no matter what. It's supposed to be difficult. Right. And so, you know, Megan does CrossFit one way. I do CrossFit another way. You do CrossFit another way. And, and we all yeah. end up lying on the floor at the end of the workout. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. This, yeah that's one thing. Correct. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like I always like people come fairly new and then this is always a question that's been asked of me and this is the answer that I give, but yeah, it's kind of sometimes some people take it good. Some people are like, Oh man, um, is like, you know, well, you know, it gets easier, right? Right. I'm like, I'm like, no, uh, no. <laughs> it gets, you, you just start to go faster. You do more. You start to yeah. do more. Your capacity grows and that's therefore. So, you know, if we're coaches, if we're all scaling properly, you know, our oldest athletes and our, you know, high school athletes are, you know, are going to be feeling the same mm -hmm. after mm -hmm. the workout's done, you know, for, you know, to achieve whatever stimulus we have for that day. So. You know, your capacity grows and your capacity gets bigger and your ability to do more over um, time over time gets yeah. better and then so but effort should always stay the same so like it, mm -hmm. it's going to remain hard but which is good because that's you know you need to do something that challenges you yeah challenging you, you every yeah. single day so um, i think the more i understood that was probably the final piece of the iteration of just you know the commitment to crossfit so all those probably five things that i mentioned but that that being probably the last one is that this doesn't ever get boring this doesn't ever get easy this doesn't ever get too hard this is just always just right right mm-hmm mm -hmm. nice and clip that right there yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well said. Yeah. 
coming from you you kind of mentioned it earlier coming like from the corporate world and like coaching and then your position with what you do with your work um do you feel like your coaching has helped you in your workplace and also do you think your workplace has helped you when you started coaching as well yeah both definitely yeah i mean it's all about you know individual growth and life you know in general so i think anything anybody's doing hopefully should be helping them towards whatever they're going to do going forward but i mean the obvious easy one is uh crossfit like megan alluded to is a great outlet right so it's uh you know stressful day um you know nothing's better than a good workout with that so so that's a barbell yeah (laughs) yeah yeah but from 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 a teaching or coaching perspective yeah both both helped each other for sure i mean there's lots of things that i learned in the corporate world lots of courses i've went through lots of different you know yeah like um, we're talking about your ability to um talk to people was you know yeah great and sometimes with coaching that's that's hard to say you can know everything yeah have like billions of degrees but if you can't get your point across yeah. It doesn't matter. You know? Right. There's some trainings that I've went through that have been phenomenal um, in the corporate world, just in far, as far as like understanding how to have a conversation with somebody or where they're at and where you're at and like what you're looking to try and get at it. And if you were, how would you go about that? You know, those type of things where it could be, you know, opposing viewpoints and, and things like that happen a lot. So finding the ways to communicate those and thinking about it and planning it is, is something that I've learned to do. Active listening is definitely something, you know, that's very helpful and bold, making sure you're kind of repeating. So you're saying you're having a hard time here with this or, you know, making sure that we're on the same page, right. um, both hand in hand with here. Um, you know, I think, uh, translating into the work world has, has, you know, just the same type of things. They're not as formalized, but they're empirical, you know, evidence of those things proving to be true with people. Everything, everything I do in work and everything I think we do with coaching is just people interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just about yeah, for sure. Yeah. Coming from my background, I had to tone things down. Turn it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, converse, conversating was always you know, a little different. You know, it's like you just make them listen, right? But uh, I have employee relations that, yeah. that gets on my ass about that. So yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they send you to what's called crucial conversation training. Oh. I, I went to that for four years in a row. I'm not sure if the Marine Corps has a. I can lend you the book. Yeah. Okay, it's, <laughs> it's it's uh, I went four years in a row, so I don't know that I mastered it. Yeah, Because okay. you're only supposed to go once, but when you, they resend you every time, it's like you didn't get it yet, <laughs> but you do get a new pen every time. Yeah, oh, well. And they pay for it. No, that's so, good. Yeah. No, I used, to, I used to talk to people pretty rough, too. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I, I stopped that prior to coaching, luckily for you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's why. <laughs> Thanks, yeah. <laughs> I would say time management, too. Any is a big thing with coaching. Um, yeah. That's a, other than your long yoga workout though, I know um, you had one hiccup Learning too with curve. like the clock. What happened to the clock? It just stopped, battery stopped. Um, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but you handled it very well. I feel like even if there's like um, kind of hiccups in the road with the class or whatever, you kind of usually navigated yeah. everything somewhat. I think you guys did a good job of priming me for that as well. I think you guys both talked to me about that and like planning out that class, but I think I was definitely intuitively doing it on my own. And from the beginning of laying out the structure in my mind, even in L1 class, 
was like, okay, so we do, we do the strength component, we do the workout and then we do, you know, the warm up, we do the, mm -hmm. you know, and we got to get out at this time. So, you know, my, my thing was always work it backwards. And so, yeah. you know, yeah. if you got to get smart. out at the end of the class, then how long does that take? How long does that take? How, Especially where? with the classes that you're teaching, um, yeah. they're, you know, they got to go to work, they got to go get kids or whatever. Um, so they're, they need to be out at a certain time. So, yeah. And then, you know, whatever obstacles you face is just, again, yeah, time management yeah. in general. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I, one time I remember was really rough. I came in and opened the 530. Well, one time I was not late, but I had to call Thomas because I locked my keys inside. <laughs> oh, no. That was that yeah. was that was probably the first time that's happened to me in 15 years at any type of place I was supposed to be. I'm generally early. So that was horrible. Yeah. And we were still on time. Yeah, we, we made it. Yeah. But it was a ring row workout oh yeah it's yeah. always yeah so Dang, ring rows. yeah so i had to get the rings all <laughs> rings. set up and i mean thomas was super I'm, cool about it but probably wanted to teach me the lesson so he just took off as soon as he opened the door for me I was <laughs> yeah i was tired <laughs> or that yeah um but yeah this 5:30 helped me i remember you know a couple of the guys like helping get yeah. get the ring set up yeah. and we got them yeah. but yeah it could be stressful yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah don't, yeah, don't listen to this one, Peter, but I was, I was booking it on the way over here, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's like my worst nightmare. I don't know how I even knew. To have people waiting. I don't know. Oh, I know. Well, we're both pretty good. We're both here pretty early. <laughs> well, yeah. okay, not your early, Peter, but I'm <laughs> yeah. be way before class. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I have been late once. <laughs> I heard yeah. that story. Yeah. And um, I think Marin brought me like a, I didn't even brush my teeth. Which, Marin which goes to the loyalty that these mem you guys have to Megan <laughs> and not, I know they, and not me. None of them said a word yeah, about yeah, it. Cause like Megan just, it just ate at her soul and she ended up telling me later on that day I or whatever. I felt so guilty. And then, um, you know, she, she ended up, you finished before six thirty. Yeah. Right? Like I wasn't, I was like was about 15 class. minutes. Like. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, Go. but, um, and I think whatever the next day or like a couple of days later, I like mentioned it, or something in like in the warm up class warm up or something and they're like the whole class was like oh so uh you so so you know <laughs> and i was like yeah and then like i was like you guys not gonna say anything i know thank you 5 30 they I had know. my back for yeah, sure uh, they were super cool i just didn't I, hear my alarm that day or something i know where your loyalty lies <laughs> thank you guys <laughs> well then thomas was it like a month later you're like man i gotta tell you something and you said you were late, but you were here at like five fifteen. Oh, like when yeah. he's normally here at like five o'clock or something like that. Like you Yes. Well, yeah, I was late, but still no one beat me. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah. And that's how mine was really too. Yeah, thanks yeah. No no to one you. yeah, no one was here. No, yeah, one, no was one was here. here. I don't know how I had any clue. I woke up in the morning to get ready and I just had a pit in my stomach. Yeah. I have no idea how, because I kept my keys. My youngest son, whose birthday's today, Baylor, made me get a a, a whistle when I got a coach, because oh, he was like, yeah. a coach Aww. needs to have yeah. a whistle. And I'm yeah. like, all right, dude, I'll get a whistle. So I got an orange whistle. I never used it. Um, but that's what <laughs> the key was on. <laughs> and so the key wasn't on my regular keys. Yeah. And like, I don't know how I woke up and, and just subconsciously knew that like something was wrong, something was off, but I checked if I had my key right away when I woke up. So I, it left us enough time. Yeah. Thankfully. Which, um, again, we love Graham, but he has the opposite problem. So he's usually <laughs> here and then realizes he forgets his key. And it's like, OK, 
can someone I have no idea come how I close the gym? <laughs> <laughs> that should have been the way it happened to me. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> no, it's all good. It, no, it definitely happens. Yeah. It's life for sure. Yeah, but. I made it here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember I was. Uh, I got here at five fifteen, and you could have. You would have thought my house burnt down. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's like was so upset <laughs> to tell me this. He's yeah. like, I'm like, well, what's the point of this? Like, <laughs> no one knows. Like, no one cares. Like, it wasn't you know a big issue, but. Yeah, I was panicking. No, I'm the same. I'm the same. I mean, I, I cannot handle being late at yeah. all. I like to be early. I mean, we show up for like kids' birthday parties like a half hour early, and my wife's always like, "That's so inappropriate." <laughs> they don't. They, they don't. They don't want you here now. Like they're trying to get the party set up. <laughs> they're getting dressed. Like, yeah. Like, hey. Uh, I guess the downstairs. <laughs> you guys need any help? I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the earlier you are, the earlier you leave. Yeah. Yeah. That too. Yeah. <laughs> Although sometimes you get boxed in with your car park. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, you got to be smart with that. Yeah, you, park yeah, down, you do. Park down the street, you do. Park there's, down the there's ways around that. You got to exfil plan. You got to have yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to think if I've had any. There's been two times where I was like close. To being late? Not late, but uh, well, I guess my theory of late. What's acceptable? Yeah. Um, if I'm like not 15 minutes prior, yeah, I'm panicking. Yeah, Me too. I'm usually Me too. here 15 yeah. minutes before. But I try, I try to be here in like at like five, and then like pretty much just waiting, but <laughs> so I can just chill out. It's early, you know, because yeah. if you wake up, and I don't really have a long, you know, routine to get out the door. Neither so, do I. So I'm used <laughs> to brush teeth. So, you know, most most of the time, and then I'm. Just, no, I was gonna say that's about <laughs> double my routine so far. So, uh, you know, and then um, does I coffee over, count as brushing teeth? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. If you like, it's like an antioxidant. If you like, well, everybody should know I brush my teeth because even when I was late, Marin actually brought yeah, me you, a toothbrush. Yeah, you guys brought her a toothbrush. Oh yeah. What do you need, well, Megan? I can't stand. Do you want me? Do you want a pillow? You want a blanket? I can't stand not brushing my teeth. <laughs> need a change of clothes. Yeah. yeah. No, I was looking pretty rough, but uh, I did get my teeth brushed that day. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I think people know like I was cutting it close if they see me here with my uh my glasses on. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a. Or I've done it like sign. on the way here too, like at a stoplight. All right, left one's on. All right, next <laughs> stoplight, right one's on. Yeah. <laughs> Very that was another thing CrossFit <laughs> did for me. As soon as I was like a couple months into CrossFit, oh, yeah. I was like, I'm going to get LASIK surgery Man, because I, uh, oh, yeah. awesome. I can't handle the, uh, oh, I forgot, the yeah. sweating uh, with the glasses on and off, and I couldn't see well without them. You you so, and Brantley. Yeah. 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 They both yeah. Had it. You guys both started here with glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I'm working out with glasses. I, was a, I, just, I can't. Yeah, I just go blind. No, it's hard, and I couldn't do it well without either i couldn't see the clock at all or anything like that which you know or the whiteboard they're all components of kind of what we do so that was nice that was a big benefit if anyone's considering it definitely do it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. we're sponsored by no yeah <laughs> this one's brought to you by raleigh lisa i wore the fit aid shirt just because oh i thought we gosh. might still be sponsored by fit we aid do have a we're sponsor. trying to get like uh fit aid ron oh yeah oh heritage urgent care. this uh podcast is sponsored by Heritage, primary and urgent care. Mm. Um, they're great. This podcast <laughs> yeah. is brought to you, <laughs> you by Heritage Primary and Urgent Care, located off Highway 98 in Wake Forest. That's great. <laughs> We've never had a sponsor, but they um, definitely have chipped in for the competition that we have coming up. 
um, and chipped in a little extra. So we told him we'd give him a little shout out on yeah. the uh, next podcast. And Ron's been an OG for. Oh my gosh, Ron's been here forever. Yeah, uh, the start. I mean, only he was in the was only he was in the original thirty that we had like the uh, founding member deal for. Probably like thirty-two. But he was probably yeah he was in the thirties probably. He was yeah. definitely here when I got here, and he was yeah. one of those guys that was always a big help. Everyone, you know. Well, yeah. I feel like the five thirty calls him like the glue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is like him. The glue. Yeah, and my dad. Yep. Yeah. And my yeah my dad. <laughs> Jennifer. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer have been like the uh, five thirty OGs. Yeah. yeah. Always there. Um. Yeah, been here for a while. Deceivingly but. strong. Yeah. Ron is incredibly he's, strong. Nah, yeah, yeah I he's really yeah. strong. But urgent care is a great place. Y'all should go check it out as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah. <laughs> Hopefully um, not his, because you need urgent yeah. attention. But yeah. <laughs> and his wife is super, super sweet as well. So Yeah. Um, but speaking of competitions, are yeah. you excited? Am I excited? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm totally excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah this Saturday yeah. we got, you know, March Madness, our little in-house comp. You'd be partnered up with Tyler Leach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Fairly a newcomer yeah. to, the, to the gym as well. Yeah. Not uh, new to CrossFit, but newer to yeah. here. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, I've done two. We've done two competitions. Yeah. You've done both of ours here. Yeah. yeah. Both so. with um, Martin, right? No, no. The first one I scaled with uh, shout oh. out to Brian Kirby. Oh. You remember I just kind of like partnered them together and yeah. <laughs> they've yeah. never even met? Yeah, I had never met him until the day of the competition <laughs> and I was about four months into crossfitting at that time. Um, and you won. And I, we won, yeah. We won um, mostly because he was able to clean 195 pounds in the scale and that, that got us there. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, but I remember, man, that first event, I pushed so hard. I was like, you know, They'd call it now today, like, you know, the, as the Fran cough, but just like, <laughs> yeah. like after that first yeah. time, I don't, it was like, um, rowing and box jumps and something else. Um, that was, that was my first taste of competition. And I went, I went hard. There is definitely a different level that you hit when you go in a competition. Um, yeah. little added excitement. Yeah. Yeah. A little sure. added excitement. After that, I started, um, RXing and I did it with Martin and that last competition and then I did a couple individual things yeah. outside of that but um, I'm never competitive but I, I, I like to call myself an accomplisher as opposed to a co- competitor I like um, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I say I'm gonna do it I set my sight on a goal and I accomplish that goal um, you know maybe I have goals of like don't come in last or things like that but I'm usually not competitive with the upper crust um, of the uh the the uh the rx division but um but i like i like where i'm at i like yeah 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 um so yeah tyler and i are gonna come and uh shock the world he's got a lot of energy he's he's, fine i mean i'm gonna be holding him down no doubt about (laughs) it i mean (laughs) he's i'm gonna be holding him back he's gonna be not only carrying the uh rec bag in the first event but me um (laughs) And, and we'll get you through. You guys been hitting like rep for rep the past couple of workouts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, he, sometimes he likes to like face me. Yeah, it's intense. Yeah. Well, hey, he wants to make. He's <laughs> holding he you accountable. He slid on an extra five pounds. Yeah, just yeah. On one side. He slid an extra five on the right side. You weren't here for it that. An, oh. It was an accident. Uh, but. Uh, <laughs> he's, all, he's trying to push you a little. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Yeah, we uh, we're strongish. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the team name? That's the team okay. name. Okay. Like strongish. So we'll see. But yeah, no, I'm definitely excited. Um, 
and I think it's his first competition, so he's excited, and cool. that'll be cool. Just yeah. I love seeing, you know, I love seeing the excitement of whether someone's competing or just watching, or you know, they're exposed to CrossFit maybe even for their first time at one of our competitions here. And yeah. you guys, you guys do a phenomenal job with uh, with running them. So yeah, I'm excited. Thanks. A tight tight schedule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I got some people counting on me to keep it pretty tight this year. So, <laughs> so it's going to be quick. Like you guys are probably going to be out of breath. I'm like, all right, get ready. <laughs> Event two. Yeah. <laughs> <gasps> oh, what? We're going to be doing the 90 second clean ladder rounds in 45. Yeah. <laughs> Seconds. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're excited about it. It is this Saturday. If you want to come in a watch, we'll have mm-hmm. some cool vendors. Yeah. So who's, who's coming vendor wise? Um, we have, Plant-based bake shop. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's exciting. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then we have the new restaurant in Rollsville called Sip Noshery. I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know um, that. Healthy kind of take on food. Um, mm. They'll be having some like pre-made salads. Um, I think some other kind of snack type foods as well. Then we have NutriShop. Okay. Um, they have been super awesome, yeah. kind of at a lot Around of our events. Shannon, um, there. Yeah, great, great cool. couple. Mm-hmm. And then um, Osborne. Um, oh, he's probably not coming. Well, I think it's. No, I'm just kidding. Gil. He's been, he's been worried about the coronavirus. I heard. I heard. Yeah, I heard. That. He's gonna like bunker himself in. <laughs> yeah. <A> what? <laughs> <laughs> no, I he, have no idea. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I, but anywho, Dr. Gill is coming though. Yes, Dr. Yeah. Gill is coming. Um, he'll have like a table and um, snap you up. gadgets and things like that. So nice. Be taking care of all your chiropractic needs. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's it. I have um, chiropractic so needs. I have plant-based cake needs. Yeah. I have nutrition needs. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm in. You're ready. You're ready. And, like and the need village. for speed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, yeah, we're pumped, though. Yeah. It's going to be good. Well, anything else you'd like to add? Hmm. Um, no, I don't think so. Um, yeah. I feel like we covered some good things. Yeah. Um, I got to get out my message that don't say you have to get in shape to try CrossFit. That was, so that was what I mm-hmm. was hoping to close with. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. I got nothing else. All That's right. it. Cool. Awesome, guys. Well, thanks. Yeah. All right. So we might try to get somebody else next time, or it might just be me and Megan, but hopefully get another one of these out to you guys here fairly soon. Might mean, hopefully it's not too much of a gap like this is the last one. But, um, but yeah, guys, we'll catch you on the next one. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.